Welcome to the I Am Northbound Podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of I Am Northbound Extra. You get it? Like the radio voice that people do? Anyway, probably won't ever do that again. How you're doing? Hope you're doing great. Hope everything's great in your world. This is the third time that I'm recording this episode, mainly because it's been quite a while since I've done, I kept talking about how I wanted to do an episode that required minimal editing, that could just kind of speak and just kind of uh, expand on certain topics that I might've discussed in the podcast, or maybe just topics different, like the, I'm not going to put in the episode, but maybe a thought that's crossed my mind that I thought you could benefit from, um, that you would benefit from hearing. But it's been a while since I've done recordings that I not intended to be edited. So, I mean, at least for the podcast. So, I seem to record one of the takes with uh, just the intention that I, I just kept making mistakes. So I was like, I'll edit it out. And then I was editing it and I'm like, this is going to take me ages because it was like 20 minutes of talking. So, uh, yeah, I thought I'd just do it again and get myself, you know, back in the, the audio gym. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. But, you know, like practicing, getting better at what I do. Thanks for bearing with me. The first time I tried to do the episode, I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this episode. I'm really keen to talk about the mistakes I made on Instagram and actually tell everyone. Because <laughs> I did that episode the other day for I'm Northbound and said on the show, you know, I'm going to tell you the mistakes I made so you don't make them. But by the time the uh, the episode was edited, I had made... Uh, I had made all this uh, conversation and, you know, made this all this episode, but I had to edit out. I made, I had made all the edits that actually removed, you know, everything that I talked about that were mistakes. So, I didn't actually end up talking about them at all. So, you know, I'm going to do this episode and the other day I was so keen to do it. I woke up and I'm like, first thing in the morning, let's go, let's do it. And I did the episode and the whole time I was listening to myself as I was doing it, you know how, and that sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like, I was just being aware of how it sounded as you normally do when you're talking. And I'm like, I'm nailing this. This is really good. I'm really happy with how this is coming out. Cool. All right. Done. And I hit, you know, finish the episode, hit stop recording and listen to it back. And it sounded like I was asleep and it sounded like I could have fallen asleep halfway through it. I can't believe I was that tired. So, um, yeah, obviously I've had to do this a couple of times, but I'm here and I'm ready to tell you about the mistakes I made on Instagram as this podcast exclusive. I'm going to be doing these more often. Um, just as I said, no real structure, no time limits because on the normal show, I do have certain time limits I have to stay under so that I can still post them, you know, the videos on Instagram TV, for example. But, you know, we've got no time limits here. Probably do want to keep them shorter than half an hour though. But, um, you know, I'm just going to talk about topics, expand on them, give you as much advice as I possibly can. If I notice that something resonates well, uh, you know, from the main episode, I might, I might discuss it further because obviously if there's value there, there's probably more. So, if you're with me and you, <laughs> I was going to say, and you bring a shovel, we can both start digging together and see what we can come out. But again, that makes no sense whatsoever. But most of the stuff I say doesn't. So, anyway, today I want to talk to you about the mistakes I made in growing my Instagram account and uh, actually tell you this time why uh, they, you know, were mistakes and how you can avoid making them on your account. I mean, because Instagram is very unforgiving. They know exactly what they're doing. And they know all these algorithm changes. Someone summed it up so perfectly uh, on my post. And I thought it was just, it was just the best way of doing it. And as I'm talking to you now, I'm really just trying to draw my words out so that I'm able to load this comment thread up. Here we go. 
I found it. <laughs> he said, Instagram strategy one, make significant algorithm change that fundamentally changes how the platform works. Two, pretend the change is for better user experience in inverted commas and not for ad revenue. Three, have a hands-off, it's all the algorithm, I don't know, attitude. Four, wait until audience begrudgingly gets used to the terrible change. Five, repeat. And I said to him that he won comment of the day because that was, uh, he absolutely he nailed it. That's exactly what it's about. Instagram act like, oh, we don't, we don't know. It was just an error on our part, but everything is just to drive ad revenue. And I don't want to get into like, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to get into all the psychology behind it, but these applications know exactly how to keep people in the app and how to keep people committed. One of the biggest things that makes an app habit forming is when you invest time or effort or money into it. That's why it's so hard for people. I don't know if you're a video gamer and you've put money into an account, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think now people buy Fortnite skins. I've never played Fortnite. I think I played one round of it when it first came out and like hardly anyone knew about it. And I was like, well, this is boring. This probably won't take off. And it became like a global phenomenon. Um, Oh, when I used to play video games back in the day, it was like League of Legends and Counter-Strike. So, I guess if you put money into that, you'd find it hard to sell your account because you put money into it. Same thing with uh, Google Drive. If you've, you know, that's why they give you the free storage because you naturally want to fill it. And then when you fill it and it says, hey, do you want to buy additional storage for like $2.50 or something like that a month? You're like, well... May as well because I just used all the storage up already, and it gets you in and gets you using it, right? Because what what else what else are you going to do? Like no, but I need the space. I'll find another storage thing and I'll download everything again. It's just too much work, right? So Instagram knows the same thing. This is why when you first make an account, you do get a little bit of a boost in exposure. Um, they do allow you to be seen by more people. I don't actually don't know if that's the case anymore with these new changes, but that's how it used to be. But they do that to make you go, ooh people are actually liking and commenting and then you kind of get a taste for what it's like when people see your posts and then you you know the more followers you get the harder it is to get seen and they know that you are going to naturally work harder because you've put so much effort into building that in the first place right does that make sense anyway so instagram normally give you that exposure uh, point uh, early well, as i said i don't know about it anymore but regardless whether they do or not they give you those bonuses early so that you're always chasing that again to try to find that level of I don't want to say fame because it's not fame, but it's like fame to the smallest degree. But you know what I mean? Like that exposure, that exposure, that, um, oh, I don't know. You know the word I'm trying to think of. I shouldn't be trying to think of words <laughs> as I, to, I say that as I'm recording a podcast that's specifically built on words. Uh, you know, you're looking for that form of, you know, audience recognition and you, you want that again. So, you keep trying to work for it. But then the more followers you get, the harder it is to get seen. But they know you've invested too much time in it. And where are you going to go? You're not going to go anywhere. They know that. So, they're going to make it harder for you and you just have to de- like deal with it. And meanwhile, they show more and more ads and they keep you on the platform longer. Like them removing these changes are to stop automation so that people have to like manually do the work on Instagram. But that means that, that person's going to be seeing advertisements, right? So it's like all it comes, it all comes back to that. Uh, someone said ages ago that if, if someone said, if something's free, then you're the product. And I think that's really interesting to keep in mind. Uh, just knowing that stuff, I know you might be thinking, how is that relevant to my music career? It sounds like you're just complaining about social networks, but it's just yeah, knowing that helps you understand their intention behind it so that you can know what to expect and also how to go about navigating the changes when they come around. But anyway, the first uh, mistake I think I made with my Instagram account that uh, makes it super hard for me now 
even with 10,000 followers, I mean, it's very naive to think that the more followers you have, the more people see your post because there are people with 10% of the followers I have that get pretty much similar engagement. So, you know, it's definitely not like that at all. So, um, yeah, my whole point is that I'm going to be making as we go through these dot points and as I talk about on the podcast episode, I don't want you to think that if you have less than 10,000 followers that you should get more than 10,000 followers. The only good thing about 10,000 followers is the swipe up function. That is absolutely it. Uh, as I said, did I say this in the episode? But I did notice that when I broke 10,000, a few more people contacted me. Like my I got my DMs actually like doubled. It was pretty crazy. But more people started contacting me, I guess, because it matters to some people. But that's not like that's not more important than the actual reaching exposure because yeah there was a few people when they come to my profile were like oh he has followers I'll message him uh, but I'd way rather less people message me but actually I'd probably get the same amount of messages if I got way more exposure to people as I should be getting you know you know it all comes around like that so the first big mistake I made was the fact that my account is too old I started my account back like nearly four years ago now so it's really old it is um. It's it's just I don't know I've, it's it's been around for so long that a lot of the people that followed me early probably now don't even use their account like there are a lot of people that don't use their accounts anymore they just came on for a little bit followed me liked a few posts you know and then just disappeared and they may as well be bought followers uh, they aren't I've never bought followers in my life but to Instagram they may as well be because bought followers won't engage with your content and neither will these people because they don't use their accounts. Uh, or maybe they've used their accounts, but it's been so long now that they forget who I even am. They don't even like recognize my posts. And uh, that's that's a bigger deal than you may think. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But yeah, first of all, my account is too old and I didn't keep the momentum moving enough in the early days. All these points kind of blur into one another. I'm looking at my little notes here that I've written down my main four points and they all tie into one another, but yeah, it's it, which means there's one solution, which is really good too. Uh, the second thing I did over the course of it being like way too long, like my account was way too old. Like, for, you know, you can't expect an account this long, this old for everyone to still be active, right? So the second thing I did wrong was that I changed my name, which they say you should never do with Instagram. Because first of all, if you've ever been interviewed or if you've ever gotten like uh, write-ups done about you or if anyone's ever shouted you out, all those uh, links or whatever are broken now because they don't go to your account anymore because you changed your name. Uh, but secondly, it's because people don't recognize you when you change your name. They might have built, it's hard enough to get any recognition, like brand brand recognition. Sorry, so on, um, sorry on, uh, on Instagram, but it's, so it's even harder to get people to, um, so it's even harder to get people to like recognize you after you've changed your name because it all kind of works on like a subconscious level that is, uh, or non-conscious as is known in the psychology world, as they're browsing through Instagram, they see a name and they like can associate it with you. But if you change your name, people don't recognize it. And this is what's interesting. I think some people think, oh, well, if I change my name and they don't recognize it, they'll just go, well, I must have followed them for a reason. So I'll check out their content and see what it's all about. I'll give it a, give it a shot, right? Um, give it a chance. But in reality, what actually goes on is the fact that they don't recognize the name, so therefore they don't recognize following that person. And what would you do if you saw quickly, quickly as you're scrolling through your Instagram account and you come across a profile that says a person's name that you don't know, would you think to yourself, 
I must have followed them for a reason, or would you just assume, as everyone else, that it was an advertisement? So if you see that you can see the same ad all the time and you go, I didn't follow them, but they must be an ad or whatever. And ads look pretty convincing, like they're just a normal post on your feed, because that's the new way of advertising that is like and you're gonna see more of that as things change with advertising, but ads that don't look like ads. Uh, so you probably just keep on scrolling by, which means they're not going to engage with your content if you change your name either. And therefore find it much, you're going to find it much harder to get engagement. And the algorithm is going to think your content's not relevant, even though it could be great, you know, cause they don't recognize the name. They just think it's an advertisement or whatever. And they'll keep on scrolling by. I actually changed my name. I don't, people don't, not many people know this, but I, after I, if you scroll back f- f- far enough down through my personal account, you'll actually see photos of my recording studio. Because when I first opened my account, I actually was still working in my studio full time, and I was thinking to myself, "Hey, if I do, if I make, if I make an Instagram, if I do an Instagram account, I might be able to get more business. Like people might be able to discover me through that." I mean, I was just figuring out Instagram. I had. And none of the knowledge I have now would be so much easier if I knew what I know now. But at the time, I just thought maybe just being on Instagram would get me more work. And it, it, I mean, yeah, it, I was still figuring, figuring it all out. So I guess I was just putting up posts of my studio. People were liking it uh, because they wanted more photos of my studio. They were interested in recording studios. So I guess the demographic were either other people in recording studios, uh, so who owned recording studios or building them. Um, home studio enthusiasts that were looking for the next step up because, I mean, my recording studio is in a house, but it's not actually a home studio. It's actually built in underneath a house um, or maybe just music artists in general. So, uh, yes, I mean, I, I had built that demographic four years ago. Remember that a lot of them aren't active anymore. But after I finished up in the studio, I decided for a while, I mean, this is a whole nother discussion, but I kind of lost passion toward uh, the music industry and that type of thing because I'd done it my whole life and I'd worked in the studio for nearly 10 years and I'd worked with some specific at the end, like I just, at the end of my recording process, dealt with some very difficult artists and I just got, got to a point where I was like, I don't want to do I, This isn't where I want to be. So, I actually was becoming really interested in marketing and advertising and that type of thing. And not many people know this, but I actually worked as a business consultant for a while. And, uh, yeah, for people completely outside of the music industry, like totally different industries to the music industry, but I help, I help, so I help them grow their social media and get more, uh, you know, clients and business and that type of thing, client acquisition and uh, get more of customers and grow their business, right? Uh, so when I did that, I started branding myself for that business consultancy, I guess, and I realized that. If I was to make a new Instagram account, how silly would that look if they're looking me up going, hey, this guy can help me grow my Instagram account and I've got a brand new account with 70 followers. You know, that doesn't look very convincing. So rather than start all over again, I just rebranded my studio page to be the business consultancy page. Now I realized like two weeks after I did that, that I thought about it and was like, why did I do that? These people are music artists. They're not interested in business consultancy. Like that's not relevant. People aren't going to interact with my posts. Um, but from changing my name like that, I think a lot of people just forgot who I was or what I did because it was such a crazy shift of like cra- crazy shift of what I was actually doing on that account. Um, so it was only like two weeks later that I decided to put it as a personal account. So I just branded it as my own name as it is to this day because I didn't really know exactly what I was going to do, but I just figured, hey, I'll keep it as my own name and then therefore I won't keep changing the name and bothering people. And then as I realized that, you know, I can move all this 
consultancy stuff, I guess, to the music industry. And that's where I found my passion again, like rekindle that flame, whatever is it, <laughs> the flame reignited. Um, is, is it rekindled the flame? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know English and it's the only language I speak. Um, anyway, so I, that got me keen again to work with music artists and I realized how much I could help music artists from thinking like this because not many people, uh, next to nobody is thinking, well, I would say no one's thinking like I am, but not many people are thinking about just that type of application to the music industry much at all. So I was like, cool, I can help music artists doing this. So, you know, I didn't feel like I should start all over again because I figured that most of my followers were probably, um, you know, music artists themselves or recording studio enthusiasts that usually are musicians themselves as well. So I figured, you know, maybe my content will be more relevant. And that proved to be true. I did get better engagement from that. But as time went on, it was hard. Like I got less and less engagement because more and more people stopped using their accounts. You know, like if I removed the dead accounts off my follower list, I would assume that it would be, oh, maybe even as much as half. Or maybe not that many, maybe a third, but still thousands and thousands of people I think are inactive. Um, and I think the only way I've got to get around that now is to manually go through and check each account and when they posted and just remove them from a follower if um, if they if they haven't posted in a while, which I mean, when you've got over 10,000 accounts to do that for, it's pretty crazy. So yeah, so that's my second point is don't change your name for that reason. If like it's too much work and if you do change your name, if you absolutely like, like what well, I'm changing my band name and I've got to change like with. We've just got to do it for maybe for legal reasons. If you find that, you know, someone's already got the name that you're using and you need to swap, you need to do like for at least like solidly for three or four weeks. And then maybe the next month or so, like two months, even every couple of posts, but you just need to like completely push home every single post that you're going, that you change your name so that you're the same artist, but you've got the new name. You just got to like do it till you're annoying people because you just have to get through to people that you are you. So they keep interacting with your posts. So the third point here as to why I feel like, you know, mistakes I made is the fact that over those four years that I ran my account, I abandoned it several times, not because of the fact that I chose to give up on my Instagram account. I just naturally am not the kind of person to think to use social media. I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm like pretty introverted as a person. Like I feel like it might come out on these podcasts like, oh, I'm so, I might, I might come across as extroverted, but I guess that's kind of been my, the story of my life. But I am a really quite introverted person and I don't think to broadcast myself on social media. I said, I think I said it in my book, but I've mentioned it before that when I first talked to my wife about doing this online, I thought I actually said to her when we were out walking one day, we're out on a walk and I said, um, out on a walk, sorry. And I said, so I was like, how am I going to build? Uh, I was like, oh, I had all these ideas and I was like, wait a minute, there's a gaping hole in this plan. How am I going to build an online presence if I hate social media? Because I really do. I don't, I am notorious for going places and doing something really cool and then leaving and going, oh, that would have been really good to put on Instagram. It's like a story or something like that. I just have to actively tell myself to do it because I've trained myself to not become a slave to the to like technology and stuff because it you know, it's not good for you to mentally to live in that stuff all the time. So now I'm just at the point where I don't even think about it. So I naturally don't think to post and I wouldn't, I'd always, I never, I would never, I'd never think ahead, right? I just on the day go, oh, I've just got to put something up. 
And because I'd always be like, well, the quality is lower if you think of it on the day and I want to provide good quality stuff, especially when it was my recording studio, I never posted anything that was taken on my camera phone. I always took it on like a DSLR, DSLR 550D and um, took a really nice photo, but it would mean that I'd have to go get my camera and take photos to upload it and then do like an editing process. And it, it'd be, it was like a it wasn't easy to just put something up on Instagram. So I'd actually would remember now it's a few years ago, but obviously I, I, a few years ago, but I remember I um, remember I used to go to the studio, take my camera and take like 30 photos. So I had a bunch of stuff to post, um, you know, for the next month or no, well, probably two months because I didn't post every day. But doing that, I left massive gaps of time in between posts. If you scroll back through mine, you'll see that the captions do say quite often, you know, sorry, sorry, it's been so long since my last post, but I've been really busy and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, that's just how it is. I, I would leave too much time in between it. And Instagram doesn't reward people that leave time in between their posts. They, re- they reward people that post often and provide highly consistent, like consistently high quality content, consistently high quality content. Um, and that's what you need to do as well. Now, obviously, as I touched on before, it's a bit difficult to talk about these four points because each one ties so well into the next. And I don't think it's, I'd be very clear just telling you all four at once and then just talking about it in general. But just before I said um, that when I, I, I would leave it till the day and try to post something on the day. So then I'd have to think, well, I have to get my, have to get my camera and go and there was a big, you know, I'd have to think ahead. You know, that was obviously the more ideal thing, but I'd never post anything on the day. A lot of music artists do. And then I feel like that's a, that's the issue why people aren't providing high quality content. And also when I tell people, you need to be posting daily, like on Instagram, if you really want to gain momentum and see like an like build an actual culture of people that support you, it's daily you need to be posting. It's seven posts a week. And a lot of music artists go, I can't post daily. Like I don't even... Like, you know, I, what am, I wake up each day and think, I don't know what's supposed today. Like, how am I going to th- come up with something every single day? Well, in the 4D songwriter, I actually give not just an overview. Like, I give an actual step-by-step, like, thing that you, like a template that you can implement right away that allows you to not only post once a day, but post consistently high-quality content three times per day, which is the ideal way. That's how all the big brands are cutting through the noise and stuff. So, I built an actual strategy marketing plan um, marketing pl- plan for um, music artists to just straight away just apply to your music career. All you have to do is, you know, meet this certain criteria for 21 posts. Uh, and what's interesting is the fact that you think, oh, well, that's going to take hours of my life, right? Well, I can tell you it takes less than two hours per week. You thought I was going to say per day, don't didn't, didn't you? But no, it actually less than two hours per week. Uh, it's really, really cool. And it shows you everything you need to know to get out of that to get that out of it. So if you haven't gotten your copy of the 4D Songwriter yet, go to the 4D Songwriter.com, go get, get your copy. I'm looking across my office right now and I've got a box left. I think I only have like a handful left out of, I did a second run and I said, I'd do one more run of these books that I'm giving away for free. And then they're just going to be the normal price in the store. And you have to pay shipping at the moment. You just have to cover the shipping. Cause I mean, not, you don't even cover the whole shipping. I end up paying half the shipping too, but whatever. You just give me a bit of money to help with the shipping and I'll send you a copy out. But it contains everything you need to know to dominate the new music industry. And especially with that social media guide in there, as I said, it, to- it doesn't just tell you like ideas. It tells you exactly, just follow the steps and you'll get it made. All you have to do is take like a couple of hours on like a Saturday morning or whatever, whenever is convenient for you, obviously. Um, 
But if you do that and create a repeatable content cycle that every week you're making the same thing, things become so easy. Like my personal uh, social media account, I don't like, I don't like social media. Like for real. I mean, I love it. I love talking to people. I love doing all that, but I don't like thinking about what to post on social media. So what did I do? I didn't try to be any different. I've tried in the past to like change my personality type and be more active and provide multiple types of content. If you've been around, you would have seen me do that. But I realized that I'm just going to stick to my strengths. If I'm good at one thing, which is coming out, I would rather hire quality content than release a lot of content that's of lower value. So what I do is now I record the podcast and I divide it into three segments. And then I've got three videos to put up through the week. That's already three of the seven days gone. And then I take the topics of the videos because not everyone sees the first post you put up. Not everyone, not everyone sees it, right? So, I then make a text version of it or maybe people saw the video but didn't watch it. So, I do the text version a few days later and do a brief write-up about the same topic. And therefore, I mean, that's six. I, then I try to fill in an extra day. But regardless, I, I come up with three topics per week and I discuss that and put them on my Instagram and they automatically scheduled and they're done. And that's the same thing you can do too. I mean, yeah, if you know me. Some of my friends are like, oh, you're up early this morning because you put your video up at 6 a.m. And I'm like, nope, I'm never up that early ever. I use a, oh, sorry, I hit the microphone. I use a scheduler. So, I mean, if you were just relaxing then or whatever or zoned out, I hope that wasn't too loud. Anyway, so I use an automatic schedule that that plays it, uh, automatically posts it to social media for me. So, and you can do that by finding out, like I found out that most of my uh, followers, most of my followers are in New York City or on that East Coast time zone in America. So, obviously that doesn't really align with when it's convenient for me, but it's not about when it's convenient for me. Same thing with you. You shouldn't be posting when it's convenient to you. Post when it's convenient to your fan base, but it uses a schedule to do that. So, create all your posts in advance for the upcoming week, load them into a scheduler, do your um, captions, and it'll automatically post for you. Set them all to auto. They'll do it for you. And then you don't think about your uh, social media. It's not just Instagram. It can go to all your platforms. But you don't actually think about them for the next week or so. All you do is drop in each day and write back to the comments that people are leaving. That's the same thing I do. I set my social media every Friday and then I just check in every morning and every afternoon and just answer back the, the, um, the comments that were left for me. It's that simple. So, you need to do that too. Create a repeatable content creation cycle. So, to wrap up this entire episode, I've talked for like nearly half an hour far out on one topic, but hopefully you got some value out of it. Um, don't let your account go for too long without posting um, because as your time, you're, you're going against, you've always got time um, against you, okay? Because as the clock is going to keep ticking, right? And as they do, more and more people become inactive. So, your followers become of a lesser quality. So, keep posting consistently. Don't change your name, and if you or if you do or if or if you do, you have to give like a ton of reason as to why you're doing that, and awareness that you've actually changed your name, and maybe why you're doing it too, so people can associate the reason, which will make it easier to remember that you have changed names. Um, you know what I mean? That makes perfect sense. And uh, so I total just gave myself credit there. A great idea, Jason. That makes perfect sense. Um, it's rare I explain something with it working. Um, it's rare, yeah. So anyway, uh, and lastly, I'm just reading my notes here. Don't leave it too long between posting if you, and you don't, you don't need to do that if you create a repeatable flow. So, every week, you know, you're creating these type of posts. Like if you don't know how that works in that chapter in the four dimensional songwriter, it talks about like using like lyric posts to get the, your latest lyrics across. Not every single post, but you might make three a week. But if you know that every week you just sit down and quickly whip up three lyric posts in like an app like WordSwag or whatever, you've done that in like 30 seconds. You just showcase, you can just make them so easy. Showcase, showcase your best lyrics. And um, 
export them and they're ready to go for Instagram. Like that's how quick it is to make posts. If you know, you've got a little checklist. It's not 21 posts of like, how to, I've got to think of 21 things. You're like, all right, three posts that explain my lyrics, done. All right, three posts that show what I've been up to this week. I can take three photos per week and keep them in a folder and save them ready for my next run of Instagram or whatever. Like it's that simple. You've got little tiny tasks that you've got to complete and you'll get really good at them. Eventually you won't even need the method. You'll just remember what you need to supply to your audience. But anyway, that's my point for that. Those are my four points as to why I think my Instagram account is an uphill battle at the moment. And uh, yeah, if you don't make the mistakes I did, then maybe things will be easier for you. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think, uh, what you thought. Um, As I said, they're way more relaxed. It's like, us hanging out, right? I'm just in the room with you. No editing or as little editing as possible. And, uh, you know, we'll get through it. But let me know what you think. Let me know if you want any explanation further on other topics. I really love hearing from you. And as always, if you can subscribe to the podcast and leave a review somewhere, I don't know, wherever you listen to this, a review helps me so much. And if you screen cap the review and send it to me, then I'll send you something very special to say thanks. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Come subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to watch these episodes as videos. And it would mean the world to me if you could share this out to your followers. That way you can help me help more artists change the world.